What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and ain'ts, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. This episode is a part of our Olympic Marathon Trial Series called Trials Talk Chasing the Dream, where I get a chance to interview a few Olympic hopefuls as they get ready to toe the line this Saturday for a chance to make the Olympic team that will represent Team USA in Paris. And today, I have a baller, a shot caller, one of my absolute favorite people in the world. She is truly legendary, putting people in the Hidden Valley since 88. She is none other than someone who really doesn't need an introduction because this is her fourth appearance on the show. But that's, that's listen, that means it's greatness. My sister, Laura Thweet, she made her return, been on the show four times, as I just said. She could, she might as well be a co-host at this point. But she graced the show once more, and I am so excited to see what Laura's going to do in the marathon. We talked about the confidence that she has going in, the confidence that she gained from her fifth place finish in 2020. You know it would not be an episode of Lactic Acid when Laura is on if we didn't disagree on something. And we disagreed on a couple things, uh, <laughs> kind of food related, uh, but it was all love. It's always good vibes uh, when she's on the show and she's going to do great things, as I said, and she gave some really good advice. I'm excited for her. I'm excited for the confidence that she has and it was exuded um, and through the duration of this episode so you're definitely going to enjoy this one listen we are so close saturday 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 is when it all goes down and if you have any questions or concerns everything's moving kind of fast do me a favor because you're going to get the information that you need at, on this website including athletes bios latest news when it comes to everything when it comes to the time, when it comes to the parking, as well as some stories, even by yours truly, there's a great group of us that are got a chance to write some stories on some of these amazing athletes. It is Orlando2024trials.com. Go to that website, it's linked below, and you'll get everything that you need. Listen, we are so close. Couple more episodes in this series, and I am so excited for you guys to get a chance to know the remaining athletes. Until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. Hope you enjoy the episode. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. This episode is a part of our ex exclusive marathon series called Trials Talk, Chasing the Dream, where I get a chance to talk to some of America's best as they set out to make that Olympic team on February 3rd in the great city of Orlando in the great state of Florida. And today's guest, y'all needs no introduction but i have to give her one because she is a baller she is a shot caller playmaker waymaker on the roads doing big things since 89 she has more freshness on the running course than a box a store-bought macaroni and cheese i told y'all she was going to put the opponents in the hidden valley which she continues to do and guess what she has a blank space baby and on february 3rd if you're in your way if you're in her way she's gonna write your name she is none other than the legend that is sister laura Thweet. laura what's good fam welcome back to the show Wow, you put, I think, all of my favorite things in that intro. So, I mean, I have to give it to you. Mic drop. <laughs> uh, it feels so good to be back. This is one of my favorite shows. Um, and that's why that intro was incredible. That was a ball. You, 
<laughs> Listen, that I uh I was nervous. I told you, I was nervous. I was like, you, you didn't know, need hit. to be. I wasn't even worried when you were like, okay, I'm just like, I need to come up with something. It has to be just as good as the last three. And I'm like, I'm not even worried. And then you drop Taylor, you drop Annie's Mac, you drop Hidden Valley. I'm like, all right. And the Olympic team. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> Those are the things that sum me up as a person. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. As Michael Jackson would say, Annie, are you okay? And we talk about the macaroni cheese and that's all good. It's all thriller, no pillow. That's how we roll on here. Laura is pretty much like the co-host of the show. Um, basically. This is my fourth appearance, so I might as well be your co-host. <laughs> might as well, might as well. Listen, speaking into the atmosphere, speaking into existence, but what we are speaking into existence is what she's about to do on the marathon course on February 3rd. Let the church say amen, amen, and amen again. But prior to that, there are some things that's going to happen to celebrate the awesomeness that you continue to display day after day on this planet Earth. And if I wanted to make it rhyme, I would say Earth Day, but we're just going to keep it real. Um, so we're just going to say Earth. So in this promotion, Food Network said, y'all, there's a sister in Colorado named Laura. Thweet Thweet is neat and she is balling out and we're going to give her an appetizer. It should have been an NIL deal when she was taking hearts taking names and kicking bootay at Colorado back in the day, but we're going to make it happen now. They want you to pick your favorite appetizer or appetizers, and they'll make it into a sampler. They'll put your face on it, and guess what? You're going to get a lifetime supply, and they're going to give it out to everybody. So if you come February 3rd, everybody get a free appetizer. Really nervous about what you're going to say. Orlando, this is the second thing that's going to be done. So Orlando, theme park capital, and then Florida has great theme parks. Universal, Disney World, Fun Spot. Um, there's a place that I'm not going to name that uh, I recently learned I that you don't like. You're gonna name it. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna name we it. We talked um, about this. <laughs> we talked about this, so I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna name it. it came close, not gonna but then go there. <laughs> not gonna go there. That's the reason I'm probably going to run a race in Colorado. Um, Bush Garden is, is in Tampa, but that's there. They want to know. You get a chance to rent out a theme park. Just rent it out for a weekend. You, your homies, entire weekend. What theme park are you renting out? So easy. Last but not least, but I mean, I, I see you excited. Still see. questions at me. Okay, this is a lot. Appetizer, theme park. Okay, what's the third one? I'll be, I'll be a nice. I'll, I'll be nice. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I won't, I won't do the third question. Go ahead. Okay. Well, no, you can do the third one, but um, I'm gonna start with the second one. Uh, Universal Harry Potter World. Like it's a no-brainer. I would rent out that whole section of Hogwarts. Have, have you been? Yes. A long time ago, I've heard it's like updated and they've added all this new stuff. I went back in 2016. Girl, you ain't even been soon enough. I'm trying to It was tell like right you. after it initially opened, like Harry Potter World opened. And I got the Butterbeer. We did the roller coasters. We did like the virtual like rides. Like we rode the train into Hogwarts and boarded at nine and three quarters. And it was like the whole, it was so cool. So that's what I would run out for sure, hands down. I'm a Harry Potter girl. So, um, and also when I was on Team Boss, once at training camp, we all took this, like, it was like a 30, 40 minute long quiz of like, what house would you be sorted into? And I kid you not, I would have been a Gryffindor. So 
I'm going to assume also me. everyone thought I like rigged it or I like I answered questions like knowing that, but I didn't. I was honest. I was truthful. So I'm a Gryffindor um, by that quiz. So I don't know Harry or his family. <laughs> so I'm going to assume being a Griffith person is a good thing. Have you seen uh, the movies? It's, so I feel like you haven't. And I'm a little upset about it. Oh, you'll be pissed because I watched 20 minutes of the first one and fell asleep and decided this is that disappointing than your judgment on some of my favorite foods. <laughs> no, I tried the crap that you like. That That is that sound doctrine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, well, okay. Maybe you should read the books. That's how I fell in love with it was I read all the books and then the movies came later and the movies are great, but like, I wouldn't appreciate them the way that I did had I not read the books. Maybe you start with the book. The book's so long, though. Those the are first, so. The first two aren't. The first one is is a normal size book. They get bigger as the story evolves, but the first one's like a normal, like five hundred page book. Like start there and just like see how you go. Who is that normal to? Five pages. I, I was that kid that like when the new books would come out, I would go to like the bookstores and like like the midnight like sellings and like dress up. <laughs> <laughs> like get the new book and then I would binge the book and I would stay up for like three days and like finish the book in like one setting because I like couldn't put it down I was not that kid um <laughs> but and also I, I, two midnight openings of the movies <laughs> so. I've been to one midnight opening of movies and I've had but Laura we're old we have trouble like doing this at our old age now Oh, now I couldn't do it. No, this was like, this was in my prime when I was like, the books were when I was like, I think middle school is when like the first one came out. And then like I aged kind of, it was cool. I kind of like aged with the characters. I feel like we're the same age. Uh, and then the movies really hit when I was in college. So I was like in my prime for like both that whole like se segment of Harry Potter books and movies. I was like 12 to like 21. It's like the perfect range. You know what's funny? You say you're still in your prime, but the only reason that you can't do um, then as far as going to midnight premieres and binge watching or binge reading books for three days now compared to then is because you started running the marathon. It's true. The marathon <laughs> for the kids. Uh, it takes away all of the other joys. Just <laughs> That's a, just kidding, folks. As Stay the marathoner who's like, you know, three weeks out. I'm like, oh my God, is it here yet? <laughs> It's like, why, like, why am I doing this? I'm a shell of a human right now. <laughs> you're lucky like, I washed my hair and showered, even though you're not with me. But still, I tried to look presentable for an me audio. Me too. I, <laughs> I, I, went and, I, I went and got a comb. and. Yeah, we're looking pretty fresh. So you wouldn't know that I'm as unwell as I am <laughs> trying to put listen, off a good <laughs> sip, sip, Listen. Siblings that stick together. Listen, it's so funny. We we had this long-standing argument about food that we had a hard time finding food that we disagree. We just had to go to things that were very unhealthy. Um, and then we were able to start finding things. But now we're into the books and movies. Now I will say this about Harry Potter World. I love Harry Potter World. I've been a couple times, Butterbeer, fantastic. They had a little show in this little I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like a house. Um, <laughs> structure of some type. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what this little <laughs> castle, balloon, whatever. But I went 
girl, I was, I was just like, yo, may I have that wand? I was just about to start just waving yeah. that around. That's good I, that you like Harry Potter world because for a minute there, I was like, well, you're not invited to my universal Harry Potter. Wow. Because you wouldn't appreciate it, but it, it seems like you appreciated Harry Potter world. And so you're invited. I mean, when you fall asleep 20 minutes into the first movie, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like it's not your thing. It's not, but wow. I want to be included. <laughs> I want to play. I All right. Play. Then try again. <laughs> You have to at least watch one movie before I come down there for the trials. <laughs> you can't do that to me. That's not fair. I think I just did. <laughs> Remember, I'm a co-host. I'm basically running the show now. <laughs> oh my gosh. That that she's the captain now. She's the freaking captain now. Um okay, cries and Hogwarts. That's that's fine. Um, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Interview's over. <laughs> Interview's over. Look what, you, look, <laughs> what look what you made me do. I don't throw that in. <laughs> I, I thought I was like, I don't know if she's gonna catch that, but it's my favorite album. <laughs> uh what's the what's the song? Oh, we're gonna get to that in a second. I'm I have a few things I want to talk about in this interview, but I don't know how this is gonna go because we have so many, we talk every day just about so there's so many little things. I'll, I'll just throw it in there. What is the song that you quote on me the most? That I quote on you? Yes. When I say something that you disagree with, there is a oh, song. Take it off. I I'm so sick of that song. Come on, that's one of my favorite songs. That's one of my favorite albums, 1989. Shake it off, shake it off. Uh -oh. Play, 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 play. I won't do the whole song, but. <laughs> Can we do a sing? On my karaoke list, I actually, a couple weeks ago for my birthday, we were at a karaoke bar and I was going to sing Picture to Burn, which is like a Taylor Swift original. Um, but I didn't have, I didn't get up there. There was like 22 people ahead of me and we didn't what? make that. What in the name of all too well were y'all doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's this bar in Boulder that has karaoke, axe throwing, darts, and pool. <laughs> so basically, all of the all of the things in one place. Oh, <laughs> it's well, we, we, but it's not the Outback Steakhouse. People confuse it. It's different. It's its own thing. Okay, well, we kind of have something like that in our. No, we don't. Um, we, <laughs> No, we're, we're missing. That's we're like not. All seven of those things. <laughs> no, we have six of the seven, but okay, um, you know what we should do. And I say this because, um, Rosie came on the show, oh, and we had a sing along. What if we did that at the end of the show? A Taylor Swift sing along. I love it, but also I just felt like super nervous. <laughs> So I'll feel it out. I sing, I blast Taylor constantly and I sing really loud, but like to myself, although I did, because I didn't get to karaoke picture to burn and two of my best friends, Chris and Rach, shout out. Um, they are big Taylor Swift fans, but Chris was telling me that he doesn't really like picture to burn. And I was like, please, please. So I did a rendition of it in my kitchen and sent it to them. And then was like instantly embarrassed that I did that. Um, so wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that on here. 
<laughs> but he likes so, it. he has new respect for it because of my music video <laughs> that I did to it <laughs> with a spatula. With the oh. spatula. So how about we do it after the show? <laughs> That's because <Okay>. <laughs> now I, I want to hear it. We'll we'll belt out. We'll pick a Taylor Swift song. We'll belt it out, and okay. then um, I can. Okay, but yeah, Harry Potter world. <laughs> um, Circling back. Great, great full one. Circle. <laughs> full circle. Full circle. They've added some new rides. Almost lost my phone in one of those simulation rides. Um, yeah, those get crazy. I'm because it's like you're coaster. see, and I hate roller coasters. Oh, see, I, I used to, but then I love them now. I know, which is but why I can't I, do too many because if I do too many, I start to get sick. And then I like rides, I don't like the sensation of being upside down. It's fair that makes me nervous because I'm like, if the glasses fall off, that's the, that's the second pair of eyes. You so, see those stories like on the news about how a roller coaster got stuck upside down with people in it and you're like no <laughs> universal no. oh i can't tell that story i can't tell that story because i may want universal don't, yeah don't tell concert. me anything that has to do with universal in case i go don't tell me don't ruin it for me <laughs> what's gonna happen i'm being like girl you see that that's why i told you not to go on it <laughs> um oh god you had to come here for halloween horror nights oh you would love halloween horror nights i don't even like halloween but halloween horror nights horror person me neither i don't like haunted houses i don't like to be scared like that me neither but you can they open the rides later Mm. that's why i said that okay that would be cool i would do that yes i don't like being scared too that make me nervous i like dressing Uh, up i don't like the scare part of halloween it's like not my thing (laughs) i don't like dressing up it's just weird like what would i what would i dress up as um like i mean whatever you want you can, that's like, you can be anything or anyone you got like one day to like not be yourself <laughs> who would you be you could dress up as me <laughs> <laughs> okay oh that'd be so cool i would dress so i would do stuff. <laughs> you can just be me so i have <laughs> triumphs i would have a triumph yep. i would have um Saucony sweats I would have the red sweatsuit. Like it's my favorite thing. Yes. The one, I did, like, yes. The maroon sweats and then I got the matching sweatshirt and I wear it together. And people are like, wow, you're wearing that all together. And you're like, yeah, it's a truck suit. It's cool. It's and a it, trend. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yes. So I send you that. I'll get you some triumphs. You'd be good to go. Yes. And then we do the two rings um on the fingers. Yeah. Um you have to walk then... around like this because this apparently is like all I'm known for it's because I don't know what to do with my hands in pictures so I just started doing this and then like now I can't stop it it's like become part of who I am (laughs) do you remember we said we were gonna have a handshake where it was like oh yeah that's right yeah see you're me already you're halfway there (laughs) I'm I'm halfway there there's just a few intricacies that we have to get around uh but other than that, we're thriving. Speaking of thriving, what are we doing about this appetizer? Oh, um, well, one of my favorite appetizers is calamari. Yes. I would do that. And I like it fried. Although there is this place in Durango that like it's more. Don't stop. Just stop. We agreed on something. Okay. okay. All right. I'll leave it. I love fried calamari. Done. That would be okay. my appetizer. Okay. But I cut you off. What's this place about in Durango? Uh, Durango, Durango, 
It's called Ken and Sue's and it's like one of my favorite restaurants and they do it like it's like in an Asian slaw. Like the big, like, it's like the calamari is like very lightly fried, but not like super battered. And then they like mix it in this like Asian slaw and serve it to you in like a little like Chinese to go like carrier. It's so good. So it's like tempura batter. Kind of. Yeah. It's super light like that. And this like really good kind of like dressing with like veggies and stuff. It's really good. Okay. Health. All right. But anyway, calamari basically is, and I was telling someone this recently, do you guys have Carrabba's in Florida? Yes. Oh my God. We have plenty of my favorite chains. Like I, I do have like secret loves for like chain restaurants. So Carrabba's and Outback Steakhouse are like my two favorite chains. Anyway, one of the reasons that I love Carrabba's is it's like some of the best calamari I've ever had. (laughs) It's so good. It's like perfectly fried. And then like the sauce they serve it with. I love it. It's that delicious. ranch? Oh, not the ranch. What am I talking about? Well, I, anytime I see you. Yeah, I don't eat ranch. That's the one thing I don't put ranch on because I like the like, like. Marinara sauce. It? Yeah. The red sauce. The red <laughs> sauce. It, it's marinara. <laughs> that's, that's, well, for a minute, I was like, is it the, it's not like the, what do they serve with shrimp? It's not that. But in my head for a second, I like almost called it that. Ooh. I'm so glad you didn't, Lord. We we not doing cocktail sauce. <laughs> but it's not that. Yeah, it's marinara. Um, yeah. So there. So you can ask me the third question now. Calamari, Harry Potter world. Those are my answers so far. <laughs> That's enough. Okay. That's... It's not worth asking the third one. I'll skip over that one. <laughs> no, it's just I forgot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but listen, technically we covered a lot of ground uh, yeah, in the intro. It. Um, Colorado, Colorado, <laughs> you're actually the only person that I have talked to. I we used to eat at Carabas all the time, um, because we actually have a few in Orlando. Nice. I'm a couple in Orlando. You could disagree on something, yeah, it's only downhill from there. Um, <laughs> Laura is running into trials, trials number three. Number three, I think that's an advantage. NGL, that stands for not going to lie. I think that's an advantage because everybody needs a veteran. Somebody that knows it. Somebody who understands the mental complexities. You know, when that chicken deep in the fryer, you know how to pull it up. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Gosh, I don't know how many t-shirts we have to make just on some of the things that I said. <laughs> so many. <laughs> yes. So many. <laughs> you yes, like to me it's really cool. Like this is your third one. This feels different. Just talking to you like you feel like somebody found a prize in the cracker jack. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's am I wrong and just kind of sensing that you know energy that there's just something different around this and it's just an excitement you know around you because you've been here you've done that you fried that chicken you bought that t-shirt with your face on it too and it's like now you're ready for more am I getting a false sense of energy here or am I on target like an axe <laughs> no I'd say you nailed it um bullseye Yeah, I can't believe this is my third trials. Um, It's pretty exciting. And I feel incredibly grateful that I'm about to toe the line of number three. Um, 
yeah, I just think for me, I just, I'm proud of the career that I've had and that it's spanned, uh, as long as it has. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited to step out there in a couple of weeks and just have some fun with it. Um, and again, just soak it all in like running at an Olympic trials, whether it's the track or the marathon, um, it's just such a different atmosphere energy. There's like so much more on the line as far as just like what you're really running for. It's tactical. Like you're running against like all the best in the country. Like it's just a fan, like the fans get it. And our trials are so exciting because it is such a, you know, like it's a race for top three essentially. Um, and it could be anyone's day. Um, and you have to show up on that day, um, regardless of like what you've done to get there. Um, and so for me, someone like me, I like that. I like that you have this one day that you have to show up for. Um, so yeah, it's just like, I still remember Atlanta. I still remember 2016 when I was on the track. Um, they're just races. I'll always, always look back on, um, and just be so grateful that I had the opportunity to be part of that. And so to be part of a third one, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Um, I'm excited. And, uh, they say the third one's a charm. (laughs) And so I'm really hoping that that saying holds true. I've been fifth twice. I missed it in Atlanta by 16 seconds. So the hunger is there and it would be a lie to say that, over the last four years, I haven't been like gearing up and like dreaming of being back on that start line and having another shot at it. So it's crazy that that's almost here. Listen, third time's a charm like lucky. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, just have to, just, didn't think you would get that one either, but got it. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Praise him. Um, you know, the one thing you, you said something. Reality tells a brother that you never miss a beat. You lighten it on your feet because you're Laura freaking Thweet. And just the thing. I wonder where you got that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the, the cranium is just printing them out this afternoon. I don't know. I need to see. I probably got it from Instagram or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I just had to steal that from Laura's. Listen, if y'all are not following her on Instagram, then I don't know what you're doing. It's L311. Come on now. Ooh, no, I that's got my that. Twitter handle. Don't follow me on Twitter. I haven't been on there in like a year. Um, I'm not a Twitter person. Uh, I'm an Instagram person. I also don't have a TikTok, so don't follow me there either. <laughs> 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 but my Instagram is at L3. You are so close. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I'm like, where does the 11 coming from? And I thought I had you it. Were, you, were, you got one of my handles right. That's my Twitter handle. I okay, but it's the one that you don't use. <laughs> I, don't use. I never fully like got Twitter. That just like isn't quite who I am. Um, so I like after like halfway through last year, I was like, why do I? What am I doing? Like, I you I I keep it so I can go on and like get results and like updates on things, but I don't like say anything on it. So I'd be a very boring follow <laughs> on Twitter. Okay, well just follow her on the appropriate <laughs> Instagram. Say follow me, follow me on Instagram, please. I'm really cool. <laughs> yes, she's cool. She's hip. She is. Listen, mm, mm, she, she. anyway, but I think, I don't know. You've accomplished so much, man. Like, can I give a history lesson? Do you mind if class is in session real quick? Can I, can, can I, can a brother preach? Like, can I go back to church real quick? Can I, can I say a few words? 
Uh, can I can I can I close as they would say, Laura? If you don't know about Laura, turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, we finna learn today, because <laughs> Laura Laura went to college, ran for Colorado, incredible incredible career. Then she stopped running because she was so nice to everybody because she wanted them to give she wanted to give them a chance to catch up to the awesomeness that she has and that she displays so she took a break went and sold shoes to help her opponents like try to beat her which they weren't successful oh i like this history lesson <laughs> and then from there she's like okay now it's time it's time she was LeBron James in the fourth quarter against Detroit. She was Taylor Swift when she resurrects herself into a new album or somebody breaks her heart. She says, it's time. It is time. Or when Taylor Swift switched John, she said, it's time. It is time like daylight savings. And so from there, said, I'm going to give people a break. I'm going on the cross-country course. I'm not touching a road or a track. She went on the cross-country course. Balled out. Won championships, club championships, balled so hard that she had to leave because she realized she was ruining everyone's confidence when she was running. So then she took to the track and started messing around and said, nah, this is not challenging enough. Then one day she said, I'm going to the marathon. And she cried at the tech meeting because she realized she was about to whoop everybody and do something amazing. So she was crying in anticipation for the pain that everyone else would feel. And then from there on her hard work and merit, 225 at New York, consistently under 230, still balling out. The older she gets, the better she gets. And now we're here. Have you taken inventory of your career and what joy does that bring you as you head into the Olympic trials? I haven't taken inventory of it in that light, but I appreciated that history lesson. That was nice for me to hear. Um, Bombs you know, on my hands and has so much faith in me, which I greatly appreciate. Um, yeah, when I look back over my career, like I said earlier, just I'm just really proud of like <clears throat> the way, like just the longevity that I've had. You know, I fell in love with the sport in high school when I went out for cross country on like a whim. Um, and then that carried me, you know, all the way through college. Um, I got a scholarship to run for CU go buffs, um, and learned so much there, met so many incredible people, and then was able to come out of that program and continue, um, on into the professional world. Um, and I've been doing that since 2011. So it's, it's pretty cool for me to look back and just look at not only the longevity that I've been able to have in the sport, um, but just like the range of my career um, and how I got started and kind of like, you know, where I am now, you know, about to race my second Olympic trials marathon. So uh, yeah, I'm really proud of all the things I accomplished. I'm even, you know, proud of the tough days and the days that, you know, challenge me. And, you know, those are the days that teach you about who you are and really remind you like why you're in the sport and kind of make you take that step back and be like, am I doing this for the right reasons and kind of like check yourself on your why and like just getting back to the fact that you love what you do, even when it's hard. And like the heart is actually what makes it so great. So yeah, I don't regret anything in my career. Um, and I'm just, you know, I've had the privilege of meeting incredible people. I've made some of my closest friendships in this sport. I've traveled the world. Um, I've just got, I've just had so many great opportunities 
Um, and so, yeah, it's just, you know, and as you approach for me, as I approach this third trials, you know, you kind of hit this period of reflection where you kind of look back on things like that and kind of look back at your start and then just the journey that it's been along the way. And yeah, I'm just really grateful for all of it, the highs, the lows, the injuries, uh, the coaching changes, um, just all the things that have been intertwined in it have essentially made me who I am and, you know, are going to be part of my journey on February 3rd is to, you know, me being back out there chasing another Olympic dream. Uh, it's pretty cool. So what is your why? My why is I like, I truly love running. Running is always been such an outlet for me. It's been a safe space for me. It's really been part of like me believing in myself and developing this confidence in who I am and what I'm capable of. It's just given me so many things just even outside of the sport itself. Um, and so, yeah, whenever I get frustrated or I start to doubt myself or it gets really hard or you're overcoming another injury or just like another thing that's kind of like not going your way, I always fall back on like the reason why I love it and the reason why I started it in the first place. And I always make sure to give myself that time to reset and do what I need to do to remember why I run. And it's so much deeper than results, performances, social media, you know, recognition, like whatever it is, like that's, those aren't the reasons I run. Um, and so sometimes when I get so caught up in that and I suddenly feel like I'm running for other people or I'm running to meet other people's expectations, or I'm trying to like prove myself to people, I kind of like lose that piece of my why, which is like, I, I run because I love it. And I run ultimately for myself and I run to challenge myself and I run to find new limits of what I can do. Um, and just like, it's always teaching me something about who I am. So it's just getting back to that being the primary reason I tow start lines and not for all the other things that sometimes cloud that. I wonder why we say toe start lines. Like, <laughs> cause your toes are on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, okay. That that's <laughs> Or I posted a picture. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I posted known. Yeah, a couple did. months ago about, um, the picture was the Boston marathon start line from this past April when I ran Boston and we're all standing there and Des is squatting on the line. She's like almost sitting. So you could say we also squat on start lines. <laughs> <laughs> we don't always tow them. She wasn't towing that one. <laughs> she was okay. She, she was, was sitting. Uh, she was, <laughs> and was sitting. like, "All right, let's do this." What a she, baller! <laughs> when she, you just like, sit on the Boston Marathon star line, just like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> okay. Honestly, I'd be crying. <laughs> like, I was I a little on the inside. That was a dark day for me, and it started shortly after I left that star line. <laughs> But I was that you was crying before the start line, like dang, I know what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, it's you're like, on that start line and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> Am I ready for this? If you're asking yourself that, yikes. That's gonna be, be me. a long day, and it was a long day. Um, but here we are. We're still here. <laughs> Listen, started from the toe line, now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> we overcame um, that one. Listen, I I'm gonna be crying when I have to start live running my first 5K. I'm just it's gonna be bad for 
It's like, right. I, again, there's no judgment. Remember, I cried before my first marathon. So, you that was the you- day. That was the day before I was at the tech meet. I'm going to be crying like before they say okay. go. So, actually, my I think it was like my third year coaching. I coach at a local high school um, in the Boulder area, and we were. It was the start of a cross country race, and uh, one of my girls was crying <laughs> on the start line. And so I go up to her and I'm like, it was like five minutes to the gun. And I'm like, Jensen, like, you know, what's going on? Like, are you all right? Are you hurt? Like, can you, can you tell me why, you know, why you're feeling this way? And she was like, you said that this was the fun part. And I, this is not fun. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Cause I always tell my kids before a race, like the race is the fun part of what we get to do. Like, it's why you train so hard to like go out there and like show it off. And I preach that all the time. And she was like, this is not fun. And I hate this. (laughs) I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. I can't. (laughs) You're about to go on a really hard 5k. Like I get it. (laughs) Not for everyone. (laughs) You're uh, that was like great acting. (laughs) Gosh, like yeah like, i'm really like, good at acting like i'm a high school girl <laughs> i'm like oh my god did she is she what happened when she started to cry like it's like you were crying essentially like i, I feel i was a coach too and i feel that um yeah. <laughs> one of my kids they were like very anxious before the state championships i'm like what's wrong girl i'm just so excited coach i'm like no you're not <laughs> like don't lie to me <laughs> like don't lie to me listen i was nervous like that taking the test like I, I i know it. it's okay you know take take deep breaths i understand that i feel that's on like an emotional level like coach you you just <laughs> laura out here lying to these kids you're actually a really good coach though <laughs> i mean i hope so uh i hope they, have- they get something out of my my guidance but uh yeah i'm just i just try and be like who, who I didn't have in high school, like, you know, like I didn't have a female coach really. Um, we had some like college runners that would like come and jump in and run with us who I actually developed great friendships with. And I'm grateful for them. Uh, but we didn't really have like a female coach and so, especially someone who had kind of been through what you were going through. So I just try and be who I feel like I didn't really have when I was at that point in my life. Hey. Yep. So, <laughs> that's, that's, and that's, kids are great. <laughs> they humble you. You, I learn sometimes just as much from them as I hope they take from me. So it goes both ways. Kids will make you realize how old you are too. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, that's definitely happening. They talk in a different language. Like <laughs> sometimes they'll say things, and I'm like, "What? Like, what are you saying to me? I don't know what that slang is." So they're trying to help me be like cool and young and hip, but. It's and the fact that it. I just said that sentence is proof enough that I'm in my 30s. <laughs> That's what I say. It's not worth it. Stop. <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> oh, no. I'm aging myself. <laughs> but here's the thing. I was talking with, uh, I was talking with, that was one of the best interviews I've done with Doc McMahon. Doc McMahon. I hope everybody gets a chance. To I made one of my first U.S. teams with Dot. Dot we together. is awesome. Um, and we talked this was last night um, about station wagons and bowling and we <laughs> love soft rock and hollow notes and Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin and Van Halen and Fleetwood Mac and all that stuff. I think that instead of you trying to be with the youths of today, the youths need to learn from the wisdom that is you. 
essentially. <laughs> because I the lingo changes every day. I went on TikTok. Uh, Lactic Acid has a TikTok. And for those who have followed me on that app, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, uh, thank you so much. And go ahead and click that unfollow button because <laughs> I'm getting rid of that. Hey, you have a TikTok? I did not notice about you. <laughs> I clicked no because they were like, Dom, get a TikTok. It'll help you grow. So I just post little video clips of things I do. I don't do anything spectacular. And I'm like, this is just bye. So it's I don't have the app anymore. Um, may the good Lord bless and keep everybody who's followed. Um, but just don't follow me no more because I'm getting rid of that thing. <laughs> I did one TikTok once and it was in 2020, right when things shut down, the Saucony girls at the time, uh, we did like a TikTok video and that was the only time we like did this video. It was extremely stressful. It took me like two hours to produce like a 10 second clip. Anyway, after that, Molly Huddle and I were both like, we're out. Like, this isn't for us. <laughs> I saw that video. Weren't you passing a shoe or a... a... We were the endorphin elite. Uh, had Or sorry, the endorphin. had The endorphin pro had just launched. We all ran in it. Well, most of us ran in it in 2020 at the trials. And it was like Saucony's first super shoe. And so we were like tossing it around because like that video was like popular then where like you throw something out of the frame and then like someone catches it, you know? So yeah. we did that and we, it was successful. I feel like we reached a lot of people um, and a lot of people like still reference that video. Like, remember when you guys like did that video? And I was like, yeah, that was my one and only TikTok. <laughs> yep. and, and then I swore it off and I told Saucony, do not ask of me to get on TikTok. You can ask me to do literally anything else. Please do not make me get a TikTok. <laughs> now she does. Now she does reels instead. Yeah, like an adult. Like, <laughs> like an I adult. And it was like, yeah, I don't have TikTok. I watch all the popular TikTok on Instagram as reels two weeks later, like an adult. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I do 100%. Same thing like with Facebook. Like I have Facebook for birthdays and to look at recipes <laughs> on how to correctly uh, cook a few things. So I'm I'm like, I'm with that. I'm with that wholeheartedly. Um, <laughs> I do remember that video. I do remember that video. So... Girl, what did you learn? Actually, no. I'm going to ask you something. It's going to get okay. you thinking. What confidence did you take from coming in fifth place that helps you and gives you hope that you can take that fifth place and have a better outcome on February 3rd? Um. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta taught me that I belong. Um, and that I'm one of the best in the country and I can compete with the best woman in the country. I certainly wasn't a favorite. I don't think going into Atlanta, um, I wasn't, as far as I'm aware, I wasn't picked to make that team or like be up in it. Um, and so to be up in it and to be so close and to run it the way that I chose to run it and to run it aggressively, uh, and to run it just in a way that, again, I think proved to myself that I belong and I'm not afraid to go out there and like go after what I believe is mine. Um, that's what I'm taking into this next one. Um, you know, my confidence has been rattled <laughs> since then. I'm not going to lie. It's been a, it's been a hard four years, um, in my career, in my personal life. Um, a lot has changed for me since I towed that start line. Um, so, but when I, 
now that I'm three weeks out about from this one, I go back to Atlanta and I go back to that fifth place. And I'm just like, you belong. Like you are still Laura freaking tweet. Like you're still one of the best marathoners in the country. And I'm just excited to like have another opportunity where I can hopefully like showcase that. Um, and if it's possible, this trials is even deeper <laughs> than it was in 2020, which was the deepest uh, American women's field like ever seen. So it's exciting. Like I get another opportunity to race an even more talented field um, and just throw myself in it. So yeah, that's what I got from Atlanta is heartbreaking as that was, uh, I did like take so much from that confidence wise, as far as like, I still am a player in this game. If the Saucony trial was a person, it would be Laura Thweet. <laughs> that is my favorite training too right now. So that is a huge honor. <laughs> That's a huge it, compliment. <laughs> it would it would be Laura Thweet. That shoe is all thriller, no filler, literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or as the kids would say, that shoe slaps. <laughs> stop like what? i think i used that right i'm not actually sure you are you used it correctly you used to you didn't even need to get a vowel you used it you... <laughs> so it let's does. let's let's play a game called what do the you say that we have questions about um first of all some of these abbreviations yeah um, i think abbreviations like this isn't a new one, but it's one I still kind of laugh at. Like, oh, like he's got that riz. Like he has that charisma. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, how did we get there? Like, I don't. Rick? <laughs> oh, because they took Rick. Uh oh. Okay. He just like shortened it. Like, ah, like you got that riz. Can't even say it without laughing. I feel like it's because <laughs> that's the stupidest thing. <laughs> that's like, one you... makes me laugh. Or like my kids the other day said something like, "Um, how did they use it?" Because I use this one wrong all the time. They were like, "Uh, that shoe." Like I was wearing like the Triumph, and they were like, "Those shoes eat." <laughs> yes, I've seen that one. I've that heard that one and I'm not I still don't quite get like when you use like eat or eight like I don't really know so uh, don't I'm gonna tell you why it's eat okay so this is why I do understand so if somebody is usually used in sports terms like football and basketball what you just said that them kids just took that and just added to it because that confused me like I because like if somebody is cooking you know, LeBron, Steph, somebody's just oh, that like, makes sense. Yeah, like, like oh, he eat. You yeah, know? he yeah. Okay, I think that's it. But I feel like yeah, whoever said that it was one of my girls. <laughs> so I can't so, quite get that right because then I tried to use it like that, and someone else was like, "That's not how you use that." <laughs> like that's not what that was. I'm like, damn him. it. Okay, I don't know. That's what it was. That's how it was said to me when I first heard it, and I was like, I don't know what that means. I think they used it wrong. Hey, so that should make you feel better to know that. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you please just ask me? Because maybe I can ask somebody else before sure. you you say it in public. Sure. Um, Probably you know, could Yeah. So, you know, I don't want... I'll do the same. Okay. Because there's some things I'm like, 
honestly, on the show, somebody said something to me in the store. And I was like, I'm going to use that on the show. And then when I went to say it, I was like, oh, put that back in the chess box. Yeah. And, and you hear someone say it and like they say it so like confidently and like coolly. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like I could use that. And then when I hear myself use it, I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't think that's something like I don't think that's something that I should be saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably because I don't say it with like confidence. Like I say it where it's like people know that I'm unsure. One was so. said like there's a few like there's a few things like somebody said uh man that mess had me geeking <laughs> like geeking out because that used to be people used to say that phrase that's like, what like, I thought because geeking had two terms it is hysterical laughter um so that is like 2014. Um, but usually people say like, I'm dead. So usually, yeah. you know, um, I think you said that you said that to me one time. Yeah. Um, yep. That's one like, that I use. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm weak. Um, you know, things like that. But at other times I thought I was like geeking out, like, okay, like he's geeking out over this. Yeah. The, that's, yeah. That makes sense. But at first, I'm like, in the context, I'm like, I majored in journalism, took money English classes. That is not, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing in that? So I went on the thesaurus, but then I had to go on Urban Dictionary to try to oh. find. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yes. And some of that stuff don't don't mean what you think it does. And so, yeah. yeah I, time, I'm like, I'm just not going to say it. Like, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> You know, listen, something I don't know that it means. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like one day you can come in, like on the show, be like, yo, what it do, lactic acid? We over here geeking, fam. Like, you know, something crazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could pull that off. Yeah. You know, Dom, yeah. you got that riz today, bro. Like, yeah, you, you got know. that riz. <laughs> like, you, like, Laura, you rizzed up today, sister. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how you use it, though. <laughs> so bad. It's something that you got. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my gosh! It's like you got it in it. Like people say, he has that dog in him. No, yeah, you got yes. One of my teammates says that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably talking about you. It's like Laura, she got the dog in her. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, I think he's actually like literally said that to me. <laughs> That's a phrase I hear often. That's that's hilarious. Um, there was a football coach uh, back in the day. He did a video. He wanted his team to be dogs, but he compared it to cats. He was like, "We got a bunch of cats. Meow, meow, be a dog, and everything like that." It's <laughs> like, "No, be a dog." Like a coach primeism now. Those dogs. Prime time. That's that prime time. Yeah, I got them dogs. I need them dogs. Yeah, prime oh. from Florida, so I, I understand it. Um. God, I think I use some of those words in not a good context. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna do something that I plan. Obviously, we're gonna do it in rapid fire. Okay. What questions do you have for me? Put uh, you on the spot here. Why do you hate Domino's pizza? For many reasons. 
So I'm so glad you asked. Let, let's get into it. Let's break it down. Let's let's get to the text. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. A is because you love it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. No, I just I, I again with that stupid lyric. <laughs> um, <laughs> I reserve my hatred for Annie's, but with Domino, it's so crazy. The other night, almost ended up eating Domino. So, um, why you're fighting it? Because um, the fuck place said they had a table open. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes that decision. Fair enough. I'm not gonna fight you on that. Um. I saw how it was made, and I was like, "Yeah, nope." I don't know why you did that. You never do that. That always ruins like ninety percent of things that you love. Like I was, like I don't want. Don't take me there. I don't want to know. I was screaming at the phone. Put more sauce on that. Like I was so mad. <laughs> like no, it it just explains so much. Um, so you know that. When, and I had Domino's. I had Domino's. When's the last time I had Domino's pizza? I want to say 2019. I was at UCF. Um, and I said, I would rather go to Chick-fil-A when them college kids burn my chicken than go to, go to this place and stuff. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Okay. What sponsorship should we get rejected by next? <laughs> so for all all of you that don't know um dom and i have attempted a hidden valley sponsorship because obviously i feel like i'd be a perfect candidate <laughs> to rock some hv because it's one of my favorite foods and we tried annie's because i'm a huge annie's mac and cheese fan which dom judges me for but like i always say haters gonna hate if you had that you would say dom is right but <laughs> um oh and i also um applied for a crumble cookie sponsorship and we I, both did. yeah we both did and i got ghosted <laughs> i was so mad I, in the application they said you have 24 if you don't hear from us in 48 hours so i'm like it wasn't very long and then like eight days passed and i was like well <laughs> listen it was hour 47 i was like should i send a follow-up email yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, when do you follow up? Like, when is that appropriate? Like, like, <laughs> like, is it hour 48, 49? Can I see their status on Instagram to see if they're active? Or, or Yeah, or... so it's been a rough go for us. We haven't secured one yet. So, um, but I mean, just like in my running, I tell myself, you just have to keep showing up. <laughs> this will eventually fall into place <laughs> i am on those start lines you know and then eventually you're bound for you're bound for one of the days to come together same thing with hunting down sponsorships <laughs> i'm still a little toasty um no that doesn't mean that word i'm still a little hurt um by hidden valley that was a pretty like rough rejection <laughs> it's basically like no can you fill out the survey though? For Clorox, like, <laughs> like what? Excuse me. <laughs> it's just like it wasn't. That was, like a, that was like a pretty hard, hard no. So that's like when somebody texts you back lowercase k. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, why do you hate me? <laughs> why like, are you mad at me right now? <laughs> like, not even k. Like, if somebody you know put, just press caps locks and said k, I'll be okay with that. But they put the lowercase k, and that hurt. Um, I think Henry agrees. Yeah, with me, 
He does. He's sitting here just staring at me. It's past his walking hour, so he's like pretty upset right now. <laughs> Henry, Henry, we're gonna be done in a second. I'm curious about something. I'm gonna ask you this, and I'm gonna give you one more to ask me. So go ahead and ask me anything. I'm, cr- I'm scared. Um, <laughs> sorry, wants, Henry. Henry wants to know um, why you hate Harry Potter. <laughs> Is this just a roast dud? Like, this is just like, this is a Taylor Swift Sorry, Henry, these are the only questions I can come up with right now. (laughs) This is the Red album. Um, That seat, I'm three weeks out from race day. Like, I start to, like, transform into this just, like, reputation type person. Like, that's, that's how I have to go into the trials. It's, like, reputation, Taylor, so... I feel like, and I'm just going to cut that question. Um, I'm not going to answer the question about Harry. I feel like you're coming in here, you're a hybrid between reputation and red. Yeah. Redutation, you know, something like that. Redutation, love it. Taylor, yes. it's name. what do you think? Bro, I'm trying to tell people she's going to be in Orlando. I know, I know. I feel like knowing that, that she's potentially going to be there when I'm there is like a star aligning for me. <laughs> It's like a full moon. Oh, the full moon, not that. That's not nothing happens on a on a full moon. Um, so yes, regitation. I feel like Laura has to go prime red. Not yeah. even prime red. You got to go prime. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling. Look what you made me do. Um, you know something like that. Yep. That's just my opinion. Some vigilante shit in there. That's off of Midnight's, but that's a very rep like song, and I love that song, and I feel like such a badass when I perform that song for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just listen, sometimes I just go in the mirror and I just have to remind myself. Yes. Let me int- reintroduce myself to myself. Like you're going to yeah. do. I need to, be, I'm doing that right now. That's been part of this build is reintroducing myself to myself and remembering like who I am and what I'm capable of and that I'm badass. And I'm going into this one and I'm not going to F around. I'm ready to do this thing. So I've been channeling like that, uh, that energy. <laughs> Cause that's, hey, if you're going to go in and fight the way you're going to have to fight at this trials, you got to be carrying some red and rep and some of that in there. You got to have it. This isn't like a lover situation. This isn't a folklore situation. This is a like, let's go. Like I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I've been listening to a lot of those songs. <laughs> I, you may be listening to some rap. Like I don't even think you're listening. To- <laughs> I am listening. I love Jay Z, uh, and the Blueprint album was like one of my favorite albums. And Reminder on that one, oof, I, I can do that whole song. <laughs> no, you're this. That's not Jay Z. That's some DMX. You are that. You know them songs where he be barking real, real fast. Yeah. That's that's. Just- <laughs> you have this Black Air Force One energy. That's like I know. I know. I'm really starting to channel it these last couple of weeks. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And Lori, she she is, she's ready like SpongeBob. Okay. Ooh, had to kind of step back from that one. I that that got her brother. Why? And this is going to be, I got two more for you. Then we're going to do the rapid fire. What is it about y'all distance runners and reality television? I don't know. It's a great question, but we seem to love it. I think it's 
for me, I like checking out into, it's just, it's nice. Cause you don't have to think and you just can like completely leave your own space and just get like lost in someone else's and watch other people's train wrecks unfold <laughs> instead of your own. It's nice. <laughs> oh, well, there's something nice about that. <laughs> so bad. No, it's just it. I, I uh, no, 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 no! Don't explain. That's the perfect answer. I don't know. <laughs> I've always been because <laughs> there's something about reality television that no matter how messed up your life is, it could always be worse. It could always be worse, and you're just like, yikes! That is, I might be a hot mess right now, but I'm not that much. <laughs> That's listen, making those decisions. <laughs> no, you may be a hot mess, but that person is is a mixture of Pepto Bismol and milk of magnesia. <laughs> um, that, that that's that's what that is. Two more questions for you, Laura. I've been talking with some homies who know you, your friends, your teammates, oh. and the one thing there's a consensus. You have invested in them, like people tell me. She knows when I'm down and she'll hit me up and she'll check in on me. And she's just been this guiding light to me. She always knows how to bring the energy. She always knows how to bring the positivity. She always knows how to, you know, bring the joy, all that stuff. So it seems like you've put so much in and it's been so rewarding and working on the story. Um, I wrote a story on her. Wait. I don't know when the story is going to get published. It could be published by the time you listen to this or not, nah, but just, just stay tuned. Um, if you, yeah, no, I'm going to say that. I was going to say, if you put it on Instagram, but I don't do that. Um, go on like the Olympic trials, Orlando trials, 2024. I'll put the link in there because the brother forgot. But the, what people say about you is just the incredible. It's such an, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. But, Obviously, they talk about how awesome you are on the running course, but they talk about you as a person, like more so in that light of just what you have done for so many people. What do you want your legacy to be? Like what what are you, what impact? If this is it, this is not it. You still have many more years of success, but just to say, for whatever reason, this is it. And I just told you about all the things that people said, and I have the receipts. Um, when you hear that, when you think of maybe what you've wanted it to be, and then just the proof of what it is, I guess back to the original question, what do you want people to remember you by? What, what do you want that lasting impression to be? I mean, that reminds me of like a quote that I like, and it's, you know, I'm a sucker for like very like cheesy cliche things <laughs> but I saw this quote and I don't remember who said it but I'm sure many people have seen it it's a popular one but it, it goes something like um like people won't always remember like your failures or your successes or what you did people may not always remember like exactly what you said but people will always remember how you made them feel um and I think that resonated with me because the people that I look up to and the people that I cherish and the people that are in my inner circle and who are behind me and what I have done because of their unconditional love and support. And because of the way that they've made me feel, I will never forget that. And I will never forget those people, whether they're in my life now or not, or in the past, or if people 
in the whatever. Like I will always, I always remember how people make me feel and the people that I am most grateful for in my life are people that show up when you need them to show up and really help remind you and make you feel like you. Um, and so I can only hope that in some form or fashion in my friendships and professional relationships, um, in and out of the sport with my kids, whatever the case may be that I'm leaving that type of impression on them in some way. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what I would hope my legacy (laughs) to be is just making, leaving people feeling the way that so many incredible, amazing people have made me feel, um, in my life over my career. Um, that's the stuff that you remember. I don't think you have to worry about that. (laughs) I I mean that, I mean, just, I'll ask them about pigeons and they'll talk, tell, tell me stories about how you've impacted them and just, just the little things. It's not even that she ran to 25. It's just, she came to practice one day smiling or when we used to train together, she always pulled me through. She's always there for me. So I I think, I don't think I know you've exceeded what you've already hoped. Oh, I think you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Doesn't take much right now. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, last but not least, what excites you about Orlando? What excites you? What, you know, as that little burnt French fry that played on SpongeBob that we used to say, rev up those fryers. Like, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, 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 what revs up those fryers? The one that used to be like, my head get him. I never knew what he looked like, but I was like, oh, we got that burnt French fry concoction going. <laughs> Uh, what excites you? What are you excited about? I'm just excited for another opportunity to do what I love. Um, I always say anytime you get to, you make it to another marathon, marathon start line healthy. Um, like that's, that's a huge win. And so I have a couple more weeks to go, so I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm just excited for another opportunity to get out there and chase an Olympic team. I mean, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the fact that I've already had two opportunities to do that, um, and now I'm about to have a third, uh, I'm really grateful for that um, because not everyone, most people don't get those opportunities, um, and I'm about to have my third chance to like leave it all out there and and see if I can snag a spot, um, and that's been a childhood dream of mine since, you know, I really got serious with my running when I was like 16, um, and so to have another opportunity to do exactly that, um, is pretty cool. So I'm pumped again, the trials is just different. You know, it comes every four years. Um, there's so many other races and so many other opportunities that, you know, kind of that make you who you are as an athlete. And, you know, that, um, I'm so grateful to have, um, it's not just about making Olympic teams. There's so many other great like achievements and accomplishments out there, but I think, the trials is special because it's every four years you have to race the best on the day. Um, and you get a shot, you know, you get a shot to, for what is for a lot of people, like a, a childhood dream. So I'm pretty pumped, uh, to make it back to that start line. Um, so I can't wait, Orlando, we're ready for you. 
<laughs> Here we come. <laughs> Her palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. This vomit on the sweater already. Dominoes and Annie's. <laughs> she's nervous. <laughs> on the surface, she looks calm, ready to drop bombs. bombs. But she keeps <laughs> on forgetting. forgetting. <laughs> the whole crowd goes so loud. There's goo in the water bottle. It won't come out. <laughs> nice. Mic nice drop. Mic drop. <laughs> I have a fork. So just had to drop the fork. Ready for the non-rapid rapid fire? Yes. Rapid fire gets me every time. But yeah. It's not me. rapid. You're oh. gonna hit a brother too. Remember, you swinging too. But that's hard too. Obviously, I couldn't come up with any questions to ask you. So I don't know what you're expecting of me. Greatness. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right so i gotta think this is hard for me too because i anything that i would think of i probably know the answer but if you could thrive in any other sport what would it be golf you play first of all i believe you will be a great golfer because i don't recommend anybody taking Saucony triumphs to the golf course and, like golf the summer. and laura did can you teach me how to play i could put like tiger woods well, see my short game is terrible but i have a decent long game um and i only play with four clubs i have like a kid's bag and it has four clubs in it um i think i have a seven wood a putter, a chipping wedge, and a seven iron. <laughs> I think that's all you need to play. That's all you need? <laughs> if you're using more clubs than that, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You don't know what you're doing. You need to go back to remedial golf. <laughs> um, but I actually played a lot of golf this summer. Um, I have a bunch of friends that play golf. Um, I feel like a lot of runners, when they kind of like retire or transition, a lot of them get into golf because it's, it still allows you that social component that like we obviously thrive in with running. Running is such a social thing. Um, and when it's all you're doing, that's what you rely so much on um, to kind of fill that part of your life sometimes. Uh, but golf kind of has that. You can like go out, be outside. You know, you get a ride in a cart though, which is nice. Um, I definitely nice. don't walk eating holes. That's not what I, <laughs> I don't no, do that. No, 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 <laughs> but anyway, no, no. a lot of my friends have gotten into golf. And so I play a lot of golf this summer and I was like, man, if I could do it again, I would come back as a golfer <laughs> in another sport. Hey, um, listen, post funny. post running activity. I love like short game. Can't mess with me. I will whoop anybody at mini golf. Well, see, like if you merged us, we would be the perfect golfer. We would be like Jordan Speed if you like merged us together. No, we would be Pete Tiger Woods. We need to elevate. Yes, I love Speed. I know you do, but Tiger. Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. That's what we say down in the South. Uh, <laughs> you know who we would be? Tiger Palmer. Ooh, no, that sounds like Tiger King. We'll just be Arnold Palmer. <laughs> yeah, let's just, yeah, we'll just, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, we're, 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 forget, forget that. Tiger, love you, but the worst, yeah, forget that, forget that. Oh my gosh. It's like, I'm good at putt putt. You're good at top golf, probably. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm actually really good at top golf. I'm terrible at top golf. I have videos of me struggling. Okay. Um, all right, what you got for me? Oh, um, oh, we'll see. <laughs> and and the question can't be why do you hate my life or like whatever. Um, 
being okay if you could what would be your top karaoke song if you could perform any song what would you what's top of your list for karaoke Ooh, my girl by the temptations nice all right i love that I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. Yeah. I don't want to karaoke with you anymore. I don't have a good voice. I'm like monotone. I like can't hit high notes, but I try to. And then my voice cracks. You have a nice voice. Because at first when you said my girl, I was like, I don't know. There's some really high notes in that, but it seems like you can hit those. I can, but you just have to start low. Hmm. So yeah, I can't. I can't go low either. I'm like literally just want to. <laughs> what what is your Taylor Swift karaoke song? God. Um, well, like I said, it was gonna be Picture to Burn. Um, I'm really into bad blood right now. Like I can just Baby, now we got bad blood. Yeah, I can do a number on bad blood right now. Like I sing that shit from my soul. I do God. Oh Lord, you got an issue of blood. That's, That's what you say about that. So I would, I would do bad blood probably right now, like top of the, and then I would do vigilante shit. I have that one down too. <laughs> I will purposely sing bad the karaoke with you. <laughs> okay, I would do that. <laughs> um, and I would not sing, but see, you, you not singing bad blood. You just saying we got bad blood. Now we got problems. Like that's 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 kind of you right now. Song. It would be that. Yeah, you probably add two or three little adjectives to that too. Maybe. <laughs> yes, maybe. My Taylor Swift karaoke song would be uh, "Wildest Dreams." Oh, that's a great one. Great one. <clears throat> but I don't yep. know how I would sing it. Like, say you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Let me take a sip of propel yeah, real quick. I was just practicing. <laughs> like I, was... I was like, that's how I sound when I try and hit the high notes. It's not good. <laughs> I can hit them because I can hit some of Whitney Houston's notes. Oh, dang. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, ooh, why is it not working tonight? Like, that is. Oh, okay. boy. Right, we have time okay. to iron that out. It's all right. All right, let me ask you this, man. So we talked about karaoke and everything like that. What would be, ooh, I got to think about this one. When is it too, oh, I already asked you that. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just we're just bouncing off. Um, what other profession would you like to do that's not running related and coaching related? Like realistically, or like just if I could do anything, <laughs> it's two different. Are, <laughs> whatever is fitting your soul right now. I would, if I could do anything, I would be a musical artist. I, you will be. You, oh my gosh, Laura! If gives, I could sing and dance for a living, oh my god, like that would be. That's you what I would dance. Do. If I could come back and have a great voice. Well. I can sort of dance. I wouldn't say it's good, but I like believe that I can. I believe I can dance, but it's not great. I've seen you dance. Uh, well, what I saw was more jumping. Um, yeah, I do a lot of jumping. Um, it depends what I'm dancing to. If I'm like, if I'm at like, if I'm at like a punk rock concert, yeah, I'm doing a lot of jumping and like head banging. But you know, if I'm like at a dance club, depending on the music they're playing. I'm not doing that. You know, it just depends on the vibe. 
Did I tell you the time I went? We have a country music bar in uh, Orlando called Cowboys. And I, um, how, do, how do I say this? I looked a little different um, <laughs> in there, um, especially when it came to the dancing. Because I know, like, I know line dancing, but that's a different kind of line dancing. Yes. Um, and it was like to something of like a deep country music song. And I was like, I'm not sure what to do. So I just started doing like a little bit of the ducky mixed in because I tried to add a little seasoning <laughs> to it. And there in the guy was like, what are you doing? A little remix version of this. <laughs> with I, was, me. I was like, this is the remix, this is the 12 inch version. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, that's a different scene in there. We had a country bar in Durango called the wild horse. And it's nice when you're a girl, because like, I didn't have to really know how to do anything. Like they just like throw you around and like, you just follow what they're doing. But man, they can dance. Cowboys can dance. What you got for me? Um, let's see. What's your favorite cereal? <laughs> Does oatmeal count? Oatmeal? That's not that's not a cereal. Oatmeal squares are a cereal, and the oh. brown sugar ones are my favorite. Okay, well, but Public said that it's hot cereal. Not... Uh, okay, what's your favorite cold cereal? <laughs> oh, of course you did that. Of course you did that. I used to do something really bad, and then my mom put a stop to it. I used to mess with Rice Krispie treats, the Rice Krispie cereal, yeah. but I used to get some sugar. And I used to just dump sugar like it was it was bad. So that used to be my favorite. I guess my second favorite. I like Fruit Loops, honestly. Oh yeah, Fruit Loops are good. I love when hotel breakfasts have Fruit Loops. I have not eaten a cold bowl of cereal in at least seventeen years. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love cereal. If I could only eat one thing for the rest of my life, it would probably be cereal. I don't believe that. <laughs> I know you too well not to believe there's that. so many options though like if that's all you could eat like if you could only eat the same thing for the rest of your life there's so many different types of cereals like I could definitely do it what's your favorite kind of cereal I love Reese's Puffs okay um, I love the Quaker oatmeal squares mm -mm. um <laughs> I like frosted shredded wheat um mm -mm. and I like yeah I, like, I mean I like Fruit Loops like those are in there Lucky Charms um I mean I don't know I could just oh I love checks like I love the like honey nut checks uh those those are delicious uh the chocolate checks uh golden grams cinnamon toast crunch anything that like makes the milk taste good after too is like a huge because then you get like you get the cereal and then you get like the sugary milk after Anyway, I feel like you're just judging me right now, so I'm going to wrap that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. Granted, some of them, like, I'm like, well, no wonder you're so good at running because that's just, like, health. I do mess with Honey Nut Cheerios, though. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios, those are good. Yeah. Try um, the Honey Nut Checks. Those are. I think that's a Colorado thing. No, they have checks all over. That's Checks aren't a Colorado thing. 
I bought check cereal in like multiple different states. So, okay, that's fair. Um, okay, won't be doing that, but I know <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> <I'm> just. <laughs> I just you 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 know the episode couldn't go by. I had to get one one judge. Yeah, yeah I know. Again. I was waiting for it, so might as well be at the end. All right, so we're almost done with this painful um, portion because none of us can come. You're actually asking good questions. I'm the one no, that's just taking me like ten minutes to come up with it. So it's definitely not rapid fire. <laughs> I told you, I'm not going to rapid fire. It's never rapid fire. That's why we stopped doing it. What is your dream car? Oh, that's so easy. Um, I want a Toyota 4Runner, but I want the Stormtrooper version. So I want the white with the black and red detailing, and I want it slightly lifted with black rims. <laughs> Dream car. <laughs> that's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> no, I don't strike you as a Toyota 4Runner girl. No, you do, just not with the black rims. Yeah. I want like the slight lift and then I want like the big tires with like the black with like the little bit of red and like the rim like you know like the black like matte rim I want that whole thing wow I just had to like look to see Toyota you do the stormtrooper that's like a real thing like the white and oh actually actually never mind yeah I actually can easily see you driving in that Oh, that's it. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking of like a Chevy, right? Like I was thinking oh. of a hip hop song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Um, but I love if, the car that I have now. So, if, if you get, if you win the trials, will you get that car? Yes. Will you splurge and get, I'm so serious. No. Yes. If I win the trials and make an Olympic team. Yes. <laughs> I will 100%. <laughs> I will personally donate money towards that. What? Yes. Yeah, no. I've thought about that. Um and I would definitely if I were to like splurge on myself, if I won the trials and made an Olympic team, even if I just make an Olympic team, I've thought about like how I would like splurge for myself. Uh and that that's definitely one of the things I would think about is getting my dream Toyota. I see we'll see what you got for me and this will be your last one um if you could go anywhere in the world where would you go boulder colorado <laughs> really i heard there's some really cool people that live there <laughs> that's exactly all the places go. in the world boulder nice. i would i would go to boulder i would go to louisville superior boulder that little concoction uh, <laughs> the verbs of boulder as i like to call it <laughs> the verbs i would go to boulder that's I live where out all the, the verbs. <laughs> you live out in the verbs that's where yep. all the cool kids stay apparently it is. There's a few of us out here now. I'm slowly recruiting people, but there's like a good handful of, of runners out here now. And the running is fantastic. I can do so many runs right from my door. Most of them are on dirt. It's great. And you're only 10 minutes outside of Boulder, eight to 10 minutes outside of Boulder. It depends. And but. there's a, there's a pizza place I want to try. So which one in Boulder? Yeah. There's the one that you mentioned, Pizzeria Locale. Oh yeah, or it's Pizzeria Alberico now, but it's like the same. It's it's lo it's a new locale, but that's the best because shout out to Bobby Stuckey, the owner of that. 
Um, he's a big time runner and is a good friend of mine. And he owns several other restaurants in the Boulder, Denver area. One of which was the first restaurant in Colorado to get the Michelin star. Bobby, sponsor Bobby. the show, big dog. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby, help us out. <laughs> be, be our first sponsor. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. The man, he is like a sommelier. He runs all these restaurants. He has vineyards in Tuscany. Like he bottles his own wine. Like he, and then he runs marathons. Like, I don't know how he does it all. He's amazing. And we love him. What if we got got rejected by Bobby? (laughs) I can't think about that. That would break my heart. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't reject us. He may not sponsor the show, but he would treat us at Pizzeria Alberico probably. So he would do something. (laughs) He's a huge fan of the sport. So he loves runners. It's really cool. (laughs) The second place is uh, Audrey Jane's Pizza. Oh, we had that on New Year's Eve. We ordered Audrey James at our track club New Year's Eve East Coast party. You were on the yeah. East Coast? Well, no, but um, because oh, I got to go to bed. We wanted to go to bed. So we did the 10 p.m. ball drop. And then I was in bed by like 11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I was, it was yeah, it was it was awesome. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you make a New Year's? Uh, I always think New Year's is like overrated. I feel like, it's, like so much hype around it. And then it just like always kind of like is a little bit of a letdown. So I enjoy the New Year's like what I just did. Like we all went over to our friend's house. We ordered in fantastic food. We drank some champagne. We watched the ball drop. We realized Enrique Iglesias is still <laughs> it's still performing bangers. So then we put on a 90s dance mix and danced to like some classics. And then I, again, I was in bed by like 11, 11, 15. That's my kind of New Year's. I feel like when you like try and go out and like do all this stuff is when it's just like, it's always like, eh, was that worth it? But uh, staying in definitely has its pluses. It's just another day to me. Yeah, this thank- year it wasn't. This year I was like ready thank to God. I was like, thank God 2023 is over. I feel lighter, like entering into like a new year where it's just like a clean slate of like new beginnings, new opportunities. I feel very optimistic. And it felt really good to close the door on 2023. So this year meant a little bit more to me, which is why I think it just like hit different. Did which is cry? also a Taylor Swift song I would karaoke hits different. Oh man. I feel did you cry like in the new year? Yes. I just <laughs> I knew it. I was, from, I was driving home from my friends and I was listening to Taylor and I was sobbing. I just had this feeling. I was like, Lord, get her home safely because she's gonna cry so hard. I hope yeah, it doesn't ruin her visibility. And, but it was like one of those where it was like more of like a good cry and almost like a relief of just like reflecting on the year that I had and just being so proud of myself for making it to and like to making it through um and just like being so ready for like the opportunities I believe like this year holds so it was like crying kind of for that where you're just like man like I did it because there were points in 2023 where I was like <laughs> I'm not gonna make it like this is it I'm done um so to like make it through that as everyone tells you you're going to um and to kind of like get to the other side so to speak uh, it felt really good. So I'm ready for a new year. Last question. Why is it important to always keep hope? I feel like always keeping hope is like 
always believing in yourself and believing that no matter what you're going through or Henry, I have hope that Henry will stop biting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I feel like it's so important to keep hope because like, you know, life is hard and life is going to hit you with all sorts of different obstacles and challenges and things that you have to battle and overcome. Um, But you don't get through those things if you don't believe that there's bigger and better things on the other side or that hard things like that or hard times lead to like great moments, you know, like, I don't know if that makes sense. Sorry. Henry's just really like he's <laughs> distracting me. Um, We're yeah, almost done, Henry. For me, it's like, that's why I always tell myself, like with my running, like it's so important to keep showing up even when it feels like it's the most impossible thing to do. And it's the same with keeping hope um, in whatever you're going through in life, that it gets better. And that through the struggles, like come some of the greatest like moments in your life. And it's like, if you can't hold on to that and believe that, then it's almost impossible to overcome. Um, So that's always what gets me through like really hard things in my life is hope and believing that it's going to get better. You have survived down the whole stretch what the segment is called (laughs) (laughs) that is what the segment is called and listen i want to thank my dog henry for making a special appearance on the show (laughs) basically he's a monster he is a monster right now i'm not exercising him enough right now and he's a monster so i'm sorry (laughs) this listen it's all good laura tell the people one more time where they can find you on instagram yeah you can find me on instagram elf wheat um and you can find me on the lactic acid podcast because I frequent it quite a bit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it is the best and it is the best because Laura is on it. Listen, appreciate your sister love piece of chicken grease. We'll catch all y'all next time.